Welcome to Off the Bounce. This is the NBA podcast that you did not know you needed in your life. I'm your host, Kajan, and as always, I'm joined by Dinks. Uh, not yet. Not yet. He's still not here. He's still not here. This is the second episode in a row, and he's still not joining us. Um, we might see him, actually. We might see him. Hint, hint. We might. Oh, is that is that foreshadowing I hear? Yeah, just a little wow, bit. Wow, wow. If Dinks is not here, that's okay. We still got Nissan. What's going on, folks? You know I got your fun fact. Hit him with a great Canadian oh, fun right. fact. A, Cana- a Canadian-themed one. You know what? This is perfect. Did you know in 2010, a Canadian man rescued a newborn baby from a dumpster only to find out that he was the father? Um... Now, that, now that right there, that's a great Canadian heritage moment. I've never been so proud. To be a Canadian. Right? Okay, maybe not. (laughs) We have a lot to dissect here. In this episode, we're going to talk about the draft, and then we're going to move into some NBA trade rumors. July 1st, the trade deadline officially begins. I'm sorry, not deadline, but like, you know, the onslaught. We're in the free agency. We're in free agency. I'm going crazy here. I'm going crazy here, okay? But before we get to that, let's go through the draft itself. DeAndre Ayton. Uh, was picked number one by the Phoenix Suns. I was really thinking that Luka Doncic was going to be number one. Clearly, Which a I lot was, of people did. A lot of people did. Clearly, I was wrong. But let me ask you something. Do you think that the Phoenix Suns made the right decision? If not, who should they have picked? I believe they, ma- they did make the right decision. I think it was a toss-up between Luka and Ayton. Um, I feel like DeAndre Ayton is the better fit. They don't really need another guard in the system that they have now or with the roster they have now. Um, some saying this is almost a Shaq and Kobe 2.0, which I highly, highly, highly disagree. Um, don't ever, ever compare yourself to Shaq and Kobe duo. Why would you say something so blasphemous? I- exactly. Wow. You know, ne- just don't. Just don't even bother. Just, when he said that, I was like, oh. So I, you're, so, I lost all respect. So, so you're saying they will never be as good as a Shaq and Kobe? No, absolutely not. All right. You will not see another Shaq. We're going to put this in the time capsule and yeah. come back to it after five years. Let's all see. right. But you're saying overall that they went with the best pick for their team. Of course. Yeah. It fits the roster perfectly. They're, again, still a young core, right? Young team. They have, you know, they, they have Jackson at the forwards, but now they have Aiden. And How be- long are we going to keep saying young? core they're still young they are still young and you know phoenix has been a young core for 35 years man (laughs) okay maybe not when not that long nash was there but you know they're getting they they still have devin booker who's you know not even reached his prime yet um a prolific scorer as one i think pairing that up with deandre Ayton, who's a big yeah um but who else do they have that's just two players and i think that's really i mean they have those two young players and they have a key role players you know to fit into their system but again you know, new head coach, new system that they're going to go into this training camp or this training season as well. But mm-hmm. I think Aiden was the best pick and probably the best choice for them. I'm excited to see them, see him play, you know, see him fit in. I mean, some say maybe he's going to be a 2010 machine, you know, 20 points, 10 rebounds. But we'll see. I mean, he had a first, you know, a quick exit in the March Madness. But so what I'm hearing is they're going to tank this season and still be developing after a couple of years. Quick. Gotcha. <laughs> Next up. Marvin Bagley the third, not the first, not junior, the third, was picked second by the Sacramento Kings. Tell me, did they make the right choice in picking this big as the number two pick? And is it gonna change anything in the near future for the Sacramento Kings? Nothing's ever gonna change for the Sacramento Kings. And Whoa, I just, ever? You know, I just feel feel bad for anyone that gets drafted 
to that franchise. Um, I think that's all. I what got about De'Aaron the Fox? Uh, they got Fox there. No, he's I, a he's a Dragon Ball Z fan. That's something. It doesn't mean anything. They're probably going to end up last in the Western Conference anyway. I, you have no hope for the Sacramento Kings. I have Kings? No hope. I have unless you know the owners change and you know maybe uh, they move back to I don't know if they move to Seattle. Maybe take the team to Seattle or something. Who knows? But no, nothing's changing. No one. No. They're not going to get any free agents. They. Clearly, haven't they missed every? Listen, sort of they're not moving to Seattle. They're not going anywhere. anywhere. If anything, the NBA would add a team in Seattle, but they're not moving. Listen, nothing's happening with the Kings. Don't be too excited. I'm sorry to all the Kings fans that are listening. If they're listening, let me tell you something. There's not a single Sacramento Kings fan that's <laughs> listening to this show, for better or for worse. I don't even know if there's any Sacramento Kings fans out there. There's definitely seven. There's definitely at least seven Sacramento Kings fans. I can tell are you. Are you that. are you including the people that? You know, work for the franchise and play for the franchise, or okay. There's definitely three Sacramento Kings <laughs> fans out there. Okay, let, let's move on. The Atlanta Hawks picked Luka Doncic and then traded that with the number five pick, Trey Young, to the Dallas Mavericks. So what we see here is the Mavericks. They now have Luka, and we have Atlanta with Trey Young. Who won this trade? I think the Mavericks won this trade. What? Yeah, you just said Luka Doncic, you thought he was going to go number one. So clearly you think he was the best player in the overall draft. And if the Mavericks are ending up with Luka Doncic, who you just said, you know, the best player in this draft coming from the EuroLeague, again, a little bit of background, came from the EuroLeague, won a championship there with Real Madrid. Um, youngest player, you know, on the squad to do it. You're getting the best player in this trade. So for you to quote me to further prove your point yeah i'm okay with that (laughs) i'm okay with that yeah i really think the dallas mavericks got the better end of the stick for their team anyway it's a little weird when you think that just because they have dirk nowitzki another european export that all of a sudden luke is going to come in there is going to be similar level of success that being said there is some sort of mentorship that's you know a available there for him to kind of take them through and show them around the, the the organization they have an organization that's kind of going through shambles right now with a lot of controversy but i think it's a good spot for him it puts i feel like it puts the mavericks in a little bit of a win now mode versus like a rebuild mode which you know mark cuban addressed to rick carlisle we already know as well like both you know um the owner and the coach i don't think they want to go through the rebuilding process and i feel like this trade and you know pickup of luca is almost like the passing of the torch not to say you know he will be as great as dark Norris. we don't know that well that's a top shelf metaphor right there i know top shelf metaphor but again i i personally feel it's like the passing of the torch and putting him alongside dennis smith jr who's had a really good this torch are we talking like caveman torch olympic torch uh a torch light which is like what people call flashlight in europe What, what what is this we're talking about Let's, let's let's make it an Olympic torch. Whoa! Olympic torch. Five rings. Flame never goes out. That's a that's a pretty big torch. Maybe not that many rings, but uh, Olympic one ring. W- one. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas is one ring. The Olympic. one ring that Dirk has. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, but I think it's you know it's uh, just kind of passing it down, and I think he will fit alongside Dennis Smith Jr. because mm-hmm. you know even though he's a guard as well. I find that Dennis Pedro can play well off the ball. And I think I'm more excited to see the pick and roll between both of them. Because um, we know Luca's a his high basketball IQ. Again, coming from the Euro League, amazing passer. He can score as one. Again, 
seeing that one that one A one B like those two guys, and obviously you're gonna see Dirk, but he's he's gonna retire. I don't okay. know if you're gonna see old man Dirk, but I'm excited. I'm excited for them. I think they won. I, I want to say they won. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna call an audible here. I think the Atlanta Hawks won oh. the trade. I think they got the better player. This is a crazy crazy audible Whoa. right now. Whoa. I'm going against history. Going wow. against myself. Wow. And I hate going against myself. I get unpredictable when that happens. I lose sleep when I go against myself, but I will. Trey Young is going to be not the next Steph Curry, but he's going to be a really deadly shooter in the NBA. Stop this. And I'm basing this entirely on one fact. What's another word for three in the NBA? Trey. What's Mr. Young's first name? Young. His first name. Oh, sorry, Trey. <laughs> don't, don't play games with me now. What's, I'll ask you again. What's Mr. Young's first name? Trey. What's another way to score a three or another name for a three in the NBA? Trey. Exactly. <laughs> okay, guys. It's right in front of us. Trey Young is going to be an immaculate shooter in the NBA. He will not break Steph Curry's records, but his ability to shoot off the ball, his ability to get his team out of tricky situations is why the Atlanta Hawks will be NBA champions in 2026. Get get the garbage out. What do you mean 2026, Atlanta Hawks? When the Migos come out with their double platinum out of retirement album in 2026... It's the same year that the Atlanta Hawks are going to win the NBA championship. The Atlanta Hawks are not winning the championship in 2026. Hey, man, I'm just putting it out there. (laughs) Uh, Let's end off this segment of the show with arguably the best name of the draft. So we're going down the list and looking at all these names. There's a guy named Sexton. There's a guy named Knox. But the best name goes to my man, Mo Bamba. Mohamed Bamba. Cut it down to Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. There is like nobody that. that has a better name. So tell me, does Mo Bamba have the best name in the NBA ever? Or is there someone else with, with a better name than that? I don't know about ever. But I th- What's a better name than Mo Bamba? I can't think of one right now. You throw me off guard. You throw me off guard. We didn't, I... There's yeah. not a single name better than Mo Bamba. You know and what? no, don't come at me with like Michael Jordan or any of that stuff, okay? It's, it's two first names. Michael Jordan. How boring is that? No. Mo Bamba is not only the best name in this draft. It's the best NBA name ever. Look at your Twitter fingers. Look at them go on that keyboard. You're not going to find a better name than that. Yeah. There's no. so much you can do with this. Bombo number five. Bamba. It's like Mamba with a B. <laughs> Mo Bamba is the best NBA name ever. And I challenge you guys that are listening to the show, go to Off The Bounce Pod on Twitter and tell me a single better name than Mo Bamba. I how challenge about, how you. About, how about uh, the Phoenix pick that they had, Dragon Bender? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hold on a second. I didn't get that deep in the draft. What was this no, guy's this, name? This wasn't this year. This was previous year. Wait, they picked who? Dragon Bender. Dragon Bender? I don't know if I'm probably botching the name, but it's pronounced. I mean, it spells out D. What kind of anime <laughs> name is that? Dragon Bender? So it's spelled out D R A G A N. Okay. Bender. Dragon. Dragon Bender. So Dragon Bender. Dragon Bender. He's a Dragon Bender. <laughs> That's like when you hit like Super Saiyan Six 
And now they're just stretching and they're trying to find something to get people's attention. So he was a 2016 Phoenix, uh, Phoenix pick. Pick four in round one. He's a lottery pick. Nah, I still like Mo Bamba. All right. Dragon Bender sounds like when you're new to Dungeons and & Dragon and you're trying to get, think of a creative name to impress your nerdy girlfriend. No, I, <laughs> nah. I'm going to go with Mo Bamba. That's the guy with the best name. With that in the books, let's get on to more interesting things. All right. All right. So, you know, by the time this comes out, it could be outdated because things are going crazy with trade rumors and all of this, that, and the other. First, people were talking about how LeBron James, again, Stephen A. Smith said this, how he was texting Kevin Durant. They're texting now. No, oh, that fa- that's false. They're that's texting. False. But it that's came out false. that that was false. But there's some real substantiated evidence in LeBron waiting to see what the Lakers can pull off before they try to pull him to L.A. Before we get into anything, in a very early, early, early episode of OTB, I predicted that LeBron James would be joining the Los Angeles Lakers. Not only do I stand with that prediction, I told you that he went to Miami for himself to prove to himself that he can win a championship. He came back to Cleveland for his city to do something for his city, something selfless, to win a championship there. Hey, I'm telling you verbatim right now what I said a while ago. And that he was going to go to the Los Angeles Lakers for his family. And that's going to be his main reason. That's what he's going to say when he joins the Los Angeles Lakers. And what happened? He's already looking at schools for his kid. Already people around his inner circle saying that. So let me just take this moment to say... And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you exactly what just happened? Never. Never underestimate my ability to tell you what's about to happen in the future, especially when I tell you that the Atlanta Hawks are going to win a championship in 2026. Yes. You, you take my word and you run with it. I'm going to hold that against you in 2026. All right, all right, all right. But in all seriousness, do you really believe that LeBron James is going to be joining the Los Angeles Lakers or do you feel like he's going to hold out one more year in Cleveland um, and see how the kind of cookie crumbles, so to speak? I mean, based on what you've stated you know, in previous episodes, and I think LeBron, like, just studying LeBron and his little, I guess, antics or... You know, just the history of LeBron. What he he likes to play by the storyline antics. You mean business strategy, business strategies. However, you want to put him. I see him leaving Cleveland Cavaliers, and I think for him to you know to leave Cleveland, I think the best possible situation for him would be the Lakers or Philly, right? And I'm leaning towards LA because there's no point in him going back to Miami. There's some you know people saying, oh, like he should go back. No, no, no. He already went there. He's already done what he's done. There's no point in going back to Miami. It's not going to give him, you know, there's no news there going back to Miami. Mm-hmm. Going to the Lakers, you know, he's, th- there's going to be news. There's going to be talk about the Lakers day in, day out, game after game. LeBron James and the Lakers, whether they win, whether they lose. And I think he's going to go into the, And I think going into that storyline, I think he's leaning more towards that. And I think he's probably already made up his decision yeah. on where he's got to go or yeah. where he's going. I think that there's a real possibility of Paul George being the first to be signed with Los Angeles. And then, again, it's hard to say the Spurs organization really sabotaging themselves. You know what I'm going to do? Before I get into it, I'm going to phone a friend. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is really tricky. I'm going to phone a friend. 
This is not who wants to be a millionaire. No, I, I really think we need a third opinion on this matter. I think we need, uh, um, I guess, a third expert, you could say. I mean, I consider myself an yeah. expert. Third yeah. expert? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello? Caller, caller, you are on live on Off The Bounce Pod. It can be found on Instagram and Twitter. This is the NBA show that you did not know you needed in your life. Please introduce yourself. It's your boy, Dinks. Dinks! What? Hold on, what? Dinks? Yes, I called Dinks because we need a third expert opinion on this. Okay, so Dinks, just to give you some backstory, Nissan believes that LeBron James is going to be joining the LA Lakers like I predicted months ago. And I was just kind of formulating how this is going to happen. Talking about how they're going to attract Paul George first, find a way to make a deal with San Antonio, and then LeBron James joins the fold. What's your take on this whole scenario? What do you see happening during this free agency period? I see LeBron James texting Kevin Durant saying, hey, let's join forces in in uh, Los Angeles like Stephen A. Smith predicted. Oh, wait, that was a lie. <laughs> wow, l- l- look at this guy just telling the same story we just did. It's like you're reading our minds. Please continue. I, 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 don't, think, I don't think LeBron's going to go out west. As much as I, as much as I feel like he might be, and it feels like all the stars are aligning and pointing towards Los Angeles, the bright city lights, Hollywood. I don't think he's going ultimately to the Lakers. I think LeBron's legacy, if he's going to go for the legacy play, which I really think he is, he's going to stay in Cleveland. So you think that he's going to stay in Cleveland and sort of keep his legacy intact? That's yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. But and that's I feel like that's his pass to the finals because like lebron dominates the east when he goes out west that is that is like i don't know in the history of the nba the, the most the last big change like that that when a person shifted conferences and swayed the balance of power was Shaq when he left the lakers and went to miami that was that was a huge shift i don't think lebron if lebron does that the entire landscape of the nba just gets destroyed Okay, but keep in mind, out you know in the East they have the Sixers that are rising; they're a rising power. They have the Bucks who are to contend with, and they have the Celtics who look deadly next year. Not to mention, outside of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there's no real reason to go to Cleveland. So I mean, I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland's got some great entertainment. They have J.R. Smith. Like, come on. Did you really think that J.R. Smith is going to be a reason to go to Cleveland? I mean, if, if he's not a reason to watch the game one of the NBA Finals, then I don't know what is. Wow. Wow. I can't believe it. That was the, the worst point. You call him an NBA expert? Wow. <laughs> Good. Wow. Good. All right, Dinks. Thank you for joining. Please never call again. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, I just hung up on him just like that. Um, yeah, this is, listen, I, I'm going I'm to go out there. I'm going to say it. Paul George gets signed first. They make a deal uh, trading Brandon Ingram and maybe a couple of futures to San Antonio. And then they sign LeBron James. And don't be surprised if they make some cap space, uh, get that Lowell Dang sign and trade with, thing with him next season. Um, or maybe even this season, but in preparation for next season to attract Kevin Durant. And they have sort of a big four that brings wow. a resurgence of the Los Angeles wow. Lakers. that is... That is a huge hot take. Ooh, it's, a- it's, it's very hot. Uh, there's a lot of spice out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
A lot of it. You know what? I agree partially with you. Yeah. What I feel like might happen, what I want to happen, or what I want to see happen. Yeah. What do you want to see happen? Let's say that. What do you want to see happen? happen. I want to see, you know, the Lakers do an aggressive trade, get Kawhi for that year from the Spurs. You know, they're going to have to give up some young guns and maybe some future picks. Um, LeBron signs with LA. Okay. You want to see LeBron sign with LA? I want to see them sign with LA. Okay. And keep it at that. Just That's LeBron, it. Kawhi, okay, and Paul George. You know what? Do another one-year deal, player option. And Why? Then, and hold on, hold on. Player option, maybe with you know with the second year, and then the following free agency, maybe try to get Kyrie or Clay Thompson. What to the Lakers when they're free agents at the time? You keep your mouth shut. I'm gonna go in and slap your face. That's what I want to see. Kyrie left. LeBron James, why is he going to go join him? He has a perfectly good situation in the East. One that can, you know, last for the next five years. So let me ask you this. Ask me. Hypothetically speaking, if LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard are on the same team in the Lakers. Okay. And Kyrie Irving was to join the Lakers. He ain't joining the Lakers. If he was. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think Kyrie Irving has a better chance if he stayed with Boston to win a ring or if he went to the Lakers in that situation, that hypothetical situation to win a ring? I think he has a better chance staying with Boston. To win and winning a ring? Yeah. With the t- team that they have? Yes. Wow. They took the Cavs to wow. seven games without... They don't have Kyrie! Without Kyrie Irving, without Gordon Hayward. Imagine the lineup of those two along with Al Horford, along with Jason Tatum. Along with Jalen Brown, that's your starting five. And then you have Marcus Smart and Scary Terry coming off the bench. You're telling me that that team in an underdeveloped Eastern Conference is not a team that can contend for an NBA championship? But to win the ring, are they going to beat whoever is in the finals? I I don't know why you asked me questions the same thing three times over when I gave you my answer. I gave you my answer. No. You know what? Okay, it's I got to do that answer. Italian hand gestures, it's, it's and I'm telling answer. you that they have a better chance when he's in the East. That's the wrong answer. That's no. How can it be a wrong answer? No. no. It's my opinion. How can my opinion be wrong? You're wrong. You're wrong. How are we're predicting the wrong? Next question. Outside of the LA Lakers, are there any other trades or dealings that we should keep an eye on that might be interesting that may shift the landscape of uh, the NBA? No, I don't think there's anything what? anything surprising there's like, right now. There's like 240 other players. I know. And you're telling me there's not a single thing that but can... But no one cares about anybody else. No one cares that Dwight Howard got traded, you know, and now he's going to, you know, they're going to pay him off. They're going to waive him. And then now he's going to be a free agent. No one cares. No one cares that Austin Rivers got traded to the Wizards for marching Gort. No you tell me his cares. dad doesn't even care? His dad. His dad's the one that traded him. Oh, my God. They don't... No one cares. Listen, we're all waiting. <laughs> It's, it's it's more sad than that sound effect there. Like that, it's horrible. Oh man! But everyone's waiting to see what LeBron does. Everyone's seeing to what see, waiting to see what the Spurs trade Kawhi for, and everyone wants to see where Paul George signs. Yeah, it's listen. Let's just end it off on this. It's going to be an exciting off season or one of the most boring off seasons. There's nothing in the middle. Um, by the time this podcast airs, who knows? We could be just totally off base. Who knows? But we will still go out and produce great episodes for our valuable listeners. 
Thank you all for listening. Again, make sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't. Share it with your friends and your fellow NBA fans. And make sure to give us a rating on iTunes and leave a comment. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. See you, folks. Actually, we won't. We can't see them. Well, uh, no. you'll you'll hear us. You'll hear, hear us, us next. Yeah, that's right. Hear us next time. Later. That's a terrible outro.